and welcome to episode 34 of Set Your Mind to It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal advice, tips and life experiences to help like-minded, ambitious young women overcome their self-doubt so that they can set their mind to it and achieve their goals. Guys, it has been a hot minute and oh my god, I am excited to be back. I've had a lot of breakthroughs, I guess, in the past few weeks. And I'm super excited to kind of relaunch the podcast. So I think today's episode is going to be a little bit chatty. So I can kind of give you a bit of a background and a little life update on what's been going on, why the podcast had stopped and why I've decided to bring it back. Just so you kind of know what's going on, because I think most people are often curious as to the little bit behind the scenes. But today's episode is going to be about self-doubt because that has been the number one thing that I struggle with and I've had a big insight into that's kind of what I want to focus my efforts onto because that's really what underlies setting your mind to it if you have self-doubt you can't set your mind to it you can't achieve your goals because self-doubt is that sabotaging little monster that gets in the way for I think most of us if you're like me you probably find that you have big goals big dreams but you just doubt yourself and your capabilities to do it. So I'm going to dive into that today, but do it in a chatty way and share my own personal experience with self-doubt. And ironically enough, this is kind of like ep one of like the new relaunch of the podcast, I guess. We've got new cover art. If you see when I share this episode, you'll see got some new colors and everything, which I'm kind of really excited about. But relaunching the podcast, I feel like back when I first launched it, I actually launched with the same kind of topic for episode one. It was titled slightly differently, but it was all about self-doubt. But I think this topic, speaking about it now, over, oh my gosh, a year and a half later, I thought it had only been a year, I think it's going to be a very different take on the topic. So I think you'll still find lots of new learnings and even just get to hear my own experiences with how far I've come and how it's not always just a smooth linear journey I think it's nice to be reminded that you might see someone producing some kind of content like this podcast for example and think oh she doesn't have self-doubt she's figured it out but no like we all are on this roller coaster of a journey and we slip and I think it's a nice reminder that no one's perfect and I think that's kind of what I've recommitted to lately is to just show up imperfectly and I'm feeling really in alignment with myself at the moment because I'm really just being like hey this is me I'm going to show up authentically and I actually finally finally don't really it sounds weird for me to even say this out loud but I don't mind if other people don't relate to me as much because it's so authentic like I feel like I'm actually finally stepping into being honest with myself more so than anyone else that this is what I really want to do. And I think I've been buffering and numbing and ignoring my passion for so long. And like, because I stopped the podcast, I definitely wasn't living in alignment with what I thought I wanted to do. So it's been a bit of a journey and, you know, it hasn't felt so good at times this year. Um, And I'll do some other episodes on things that I've kind of struggled with because I have been numbing myself and ignoring those feelings that Maybe there's a little part of me inside of me that I've been telling, shh, 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 like, nope, we're not listening to you. You've got a calling. You want to help people. You want to be a coach. Shh, shh, shh. No, don't do that because I've just suppressed it so much. So there's been a lot that I've kind of realized and 
just excited to kind of step away from all that self-doubt and just give it a red hot crack because you won't know if you don't try and I want to try and I want to show up fully and authentically so I don't even know where to start I've got lots of little life updates I want to share um, and also want to talk about self-doubt so let's just dive right into this episode um, so I guess the biggest thing I should start with is I guess I'll go from now and work my way backwards perhaps <laughs> I Actually, I know where I'll start. I'll start from where I tell all my friends because I like this podcast to be like I'm speaking to my friends. And when I have my friends ask, so why are you doing this? Like what prompted you to start? Like why now? That's always a question like, oh, why now? What, what's happened? So I'll tell you guys just like I would tell my friends because you probably are my friends if you're listening to this. So I was reading a book called The Happiness Project and she had a little example about how she was working as a lawyer And that wasn't really her passion. Her passion was writing um, and reading. So in her spare time, she was, had written two novels and she was a lawyer and she gave the example about how her lawyer friends were reading law journals in their lunch breaks and talking about all things law. And they had just had a passion for it and they wanted to do that outside of work. Like they were giving their time and energy to it, but that wasn't her. And I had a bit of a uh aha moment because I was like, Oh my God. And it's hard to admit this when you've done four years of uni and you've invested a significant amount of money into becoming educated in this topic. I had the aha moment that I'm not passionate about physio and I have spent four years studying it and spent 40K on it. And then I'm only in my first year out. So it's November now. I've only been doing it for 11 months. And to have the realization that oh, in my spare time, I don't want to do anything physio related. I don't look at physio journals. I don't talk to people about physio things. I love speaking about strength training, strength conditioning. Like that's my passion. Well, one of them actually, sorry, got many, but I will speak to people and spend time looking up strength training and speak to my friends about that, like really interested in that. But I was already doing that as a personal trainer. So (laughs) I didn't actually need a uni degree to do that. So I didn't want to admit that to myself that, oh, the thing that I might really want to do isn't what I've just spent the past four years. So time and energy devoting into that because in my spare time, so using that example, she was a lawyer who spent her spare time writing novels. My spare time, I dive into personal development mindset and psychology and self-help like that is my shit like I love it I listen to podcasts pretty much every day and I read books and I'll speak to people about mindset I love that positive psychology and just I could listen to it and talk about it all day and when you think about it people say pursue your passion do what doesn't feel like work and I was like oh fuck (laughs) I've just realized this And in a way, it's good to have realized it so soon. Like it would be worse to realize this at 40 when I've been working for 15 years and then be too scared to make the transition. But it's also like, oh no, like I've only just gotten into this. Like I need to give it a chance. And there's all these expectations that I've told myself that society has that you should do this. You should do uni degree. You should give it a go, stick it out for a certain amount of time. And so I had a lot of resistance to this. And it's so fascinating. This goes back to a few points of where I kind of suppressed it and like I had an inkling and a notion. I was just like, nope, 
because it was too inconvenient, like really inconvenient to pursue at the time. So the first time that I had a little bit of insight into maybe physio wasn't for me and I ignored it completely because I was in the middle of my uni degree. But the first time it happened was actually on a date with a guy and he was asking me some questions and there was this thing called like the seven whys and you go through and you ask yourself, but why? why and why and you go through seven times with the question why to figure out your why for doing something so he asked me what's your why for studying physio because he was very interested to know why I'd picked it and my passions because you know when you're getting to know someone you try and figure out what they're about and when he asked me the why question like he took me through it I couldn't get more than like two or three whys deep and it ended up by the third or fourth why being like I want to help people he's like yeah but why I was like because I want to help there was no deep why (laughs) and it stuck with me like it's been years since that conversation I can still remember it clear as day being like I don't have a deep why for studying physio but I was smack bang in the middle of my degree probably I'd say like middle of third year end of third year start of fourth year okay three quarters of the way through let's say and well and truly committed to doing that degree like it wasn't like I was going to be like oh actually I don't have a good reason why for doing it I'm going to drop out after I've already done three years like I'm going to see it through to the finish because at least I can then use that degree rather than having three years that I can't use so then I I just suppressed that I completely and utterly smothered that inkling down like that was the first time I really went hmm because the conversation started like I always and I've told this to everyone that asks oh why physio I always tell them I picked physio because I (laughs) I did it I did a process of elimination I liked health and science subjects at school so based on the prerequisites of health and human development biology PE English maths Um, all the subjects that I liked at school they all led to an allied health profession based on all the allied health professions looked into them physio tied in with my interest for the human body and movement and I was active so I liked that idea of helping people get active and move more and so I had process of elimination I picked physio I never had any personal encounters with a physio so I didn't have a deep reason why like I remember my mum telling me like that the reason she became a nurse is because she had a really nice nurse that was there when she had her tonsils out and like it changed her experience so it made her want to be a nurse so that's kind of like a deeper reason why than going through oh well I went through all my electives and they all tied into this course and so I did it because it should make sense that if I like these subjects and this content then I should like the job like in my head that sounded bulletproof it should have been like my brain's so logical the process of elimination who could fault that but Um, unfortunately it didn't actually pan out like that (laughs) so then the next time that I had a bit of an inkling that I might want another career like when I had that conversation it didn't actually I was interested in the coaching at the time the guy that was asking me the questions was a coach so I was like quite um, interested in his career I thought it was pretty cool what he was doing but I didn't kind of let myself ponder it too much and so then the next time was probably three quarters of the way through fourth year or halfway through fourth year so only probably four or five oh gosh it's not even that long four or five months after 
I was sitting at the beach. I'd been, it was COVID time. So I was doing a lot of reading because you weren't able to do like a lot of socializing. And I remember sitting at the beach and I'm not sure if there was a journal prompt in a book or something, but I remember journaling about what I want to do with my life. And I was just sitting at the beach and I just remember having this really, really sudden moment of clarity and going, I want to be a coach. I know it deep in my soul. It's my purpose. I like it was such clarity and I wrote it all down in my phone, I think. And I haven't been able to go back and find it, which I'm quite disappointed about because I had such clarity at that time. I've lost all my um, information and data on my phone from the past two years. So I don't have that note. But I just remember having this insight to me like, yeah, that's that's my calling. Like that's what I'm meant to do. Like that would fulfill me so much. Like I want to do it. But realizing that with only six months of uni to go, again, super inconvenient. So did I pursue it? No, I just pushed it down. And I think that's fine. Like I've learned so much from uni that I wouldn't have done it differently. And it's just probably taken me a little bit longer to come back to that realization because I just pretty much went to my brain, nope, we're ignoring that. We're not admitting that. That's really not going to serve what we're doing right now. We've got to focus on uni, get through, get a degree, get a job. And so that's what I did. I finished my uni degree. I got a job at a private practice. And so keeping in mind, in the back of my mind, I've got this kind of idea that I would like to be a coach, but I had no beliefs. This is where the self-doubt is going to come in. Like I had no belief that I could be a coach. I had no training for it. There was no reason to think that I could be a coach. I just thought I would like to be. So I had no belief in myself. So I got my first job as a private practice physio. I was so miserable by the end of that job. Like that's probably the biggest toll that my mental health has taken. And I really struggled by the end of that. Like it was a good job. Like I shouldn't have had these issues, but I was like driving to work and crying just before the shift, just because I was going to work. Like it got really bad. So I quit after about six months. I loved the people that I worked with, like the only reason. And again, this should have like been a red flag for myself. The only reason that I stayed in the job was because of the people. Like I lo- I'm a people's person. I always say that I love the people I worked with, got really good friends out of it. They were beautiful. Like they got me through the shifts, but the actual work I dreaded and it wasn't necessarily hard per se I just didn't have anything about it that ignited my soul on fire it was musculoskeletal physio and I was doing a lot of massage and I just felt like there's so many other physios out there that could be having a bigger impact and doing this better than I could like I want people to be served the best they can and I don't think me doing this is serving these people like they would be better going to another physio at a different private practice to be receiving the best service so I felt like I was doing them a disservice so it just didn't sit right with me I didn't enjoy it so then I tried to just get any other job I could a couple of different roles got offered anyways ended up accepting a job at a hospital for three days as a physio and then doing two days doing home visits and I'm like great I've always wanted to be a hospital physio that was like what I tried to get a job as straight out of uni I had no luck it was very hard to get in like it's very competitive being in the hospital unless you're willing to travel a bit more regional so I finally got my hospital job couldn't get it full-time so I took the split and I was like all right let's it's a foot in the door with a hospital and that's where I'm kind of at now like I'm doing both of those jobs and I do like the hospital 
I really enjoy being a part of a team and I do feel like I'm actually helping the patients that I work with. Like I know my role is important that if I don't get them up, they don't get up for the day. And I do feel like that makes a difference. So that's okay. Like I do feel like that's something I enjoy. And I always enjoyed hospital placements during uni as well, which is why I never really let that inkling of, oh, you might want to be a coach get to me too much because I did enjoy doing the placements in hospitals. On the other hand, let's hope my employee doesn't listen to this. (laughs) And I am working at home care, but it doesn't ignite my soul on fire. I don't find that working with elderly people like I thought that I should like it but it just doesn't do it for me and I've started to get to that place where I felt like with my first job that I'm dreading work again like really starting to struggle with it mentally and it's not that it's a hard job like it should be okay like I should be really grateful and lucky that I've got like a good stable job paying my bills you know but I just feel called to do something more than that like it I just know that I can have more of an impact while I'm here and that I want to try and fulfill my purpose here and do something that's worth something. Um, And so I've made the decision that I'm going to step away from that. And this has been the hardest and scariest decisions. Oh no, not the hardest. I've moved across the country, but (laughs) it's been a lot happening in the past few weeks. So I told my family and I thought, who's going to be the most critical of this? And so I spoke to my mum and my dad separately because I was like they're an older generation they will be the ones like Michaela pull your head out of your ass and just fucking suck it up you've been in this job for two months three months give it a crack and just see if you end up liking it get to next year and so I was like they'll tell me not to quit because like I should stick it out so I should also say I was thinking I will go and do I would work at f45 I was like I actually love that kind of work like I love working with motivated people who are willing to push themselves so I was like I'll step into that go part-time as a physiotherapist which seemed bonkers to me and then pursue a coaching business I got this idea when did it come to me sometime in the last few weeks it's all happened very quickly I got really inspired by someone who had their own business was working having that location independence I was like Yes, I want that. And I think once you set your mind to it, set your mind to it, (laughs) just drop that in there. I think once you set your mind to something, your brain finds ways to come up with this. And I have spoken about this in other episodes that our brains have that reticular activating system. So if you tell your brain to focus on something like I want to do that, your brain will find ways how. And I remember giving that example about how Sam Laura Brown, who has the perfectionism project, she made the decision she wanted to be a coach and then she went from being an accountant into going back to her job that she was at during uni. So I've kind of had the similar realisation, like it was already a thought in my head that I'd heard someone else had done. So I realised I could take a step back from full-time physio and step into my F45 job, which is technically a job I could have been doing without a uni degree not technically, it just is a job I could have been doing um, without a uni degree. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to admit to myself that I love doing it and I didn't need a degree for it. But it's been hard to acknowledge and accept that because I'm always someone who's gone with like, go get a uni degree, then get into a full-time job and just like following the very typical path of success. 
but it hasn't lit my soul on fire and I really want to feel fulfilled and passionate every day and feel like I'm doing something that matters so I had this idea that I could do a 45 and scale back to part-time because I do enjoy the hospital work and I was like hmm my mum or my dad they'll talk me out of it so I call them and what do they do they tell me Mick go for it you've got this I was like oh no that means I have to actually do it <laughs> like if the people that I thought would be like the ones that were telling me that's a bit crazy think that it's actually a great idea because I was like do you think like it's a good idea they were like yeah like you've been interested in this for a while you've always been able to set your mind to things and when you set your mind to it you achieve your goals like I've had a bit of a track record for if I want a job I tend to get it and you know I've created that bit of evidence in my life that I will achieve what I set myself to go for and so that's all happened in the past few weeks and I've basically just made the big decision that I'm going to overcome that self-doubt that I don't know what I'm doing one of my limiting beliefs that just ruminates again and again and goes around in my head is that who am I to think that I can do that or I worry that other people will think who does she think she is like who does she think she is to be able to do that and have her own business and coach others and what I found was that when I called my mum and my dad I expected them to have a little bit of that who do you think you are like just stick it out as a physio but they didn't and I realized I was projecting all of my limiting beliefs onto what I thought others would think they don't think that at all we are our own worst critics and this is kind of what I want this episode to be about and what I want you to take home is the most important thing is that our self-doubt we are the ones that are harshest on ourselves with it we doubt ourselves so much more than anyone else would and you might listen to this and be like oh it's your mum and your dad like they're not going to doubt you but I thought that like my friends will get it because you know I speak to them about it and they understand that you know it's something I'm interested in and the younger generation you know there's a lot more people starting their own businesses so I thought if I went to people that were a bit more of that generation where they had the stereotypical nine to five that they would be the ones that would have the loudest judgments and they didn't so when I've gone to the people that I was like looking for the people I was seeking out the judgment to see that if I could I guess cop it on the chin and like if they said something negative if I was still feeling passionate and strongly enough about pursuing coaching even when I was receiving criticism then I knew I could do it got the opposite effect though they were just super supportive which I always have been like they've always been great in saying pursue whatever you want to do there's never been a push to do a stereotypical successful like uni pathway I just have put that on myself so I guess what I realized was that I was doubting myself more than anyone around me (laughs) like I was beating myself up over possibly thinking that like I was crazy for doing it and it's really like no one else is thinking that you're the only person telling yourself that you're crazy and who do you think you are And that stops us from living our dreams and doing everything that we want and actually finding something that makes us happy to wake up every day and to actually make a contribution to the world and feel like it matters and that you've actually got a purpose. So I just had a big realization that my self-doubt is all projected onto others. Like there's no one else doubting me. And if I back myself, everyone else backs myself just as much. Like everyone here is just here to support me. 
The only people that tear you down are normally doing worse than you. So if someone's tearing you down, and I just like thoroughly believe this, it's only because they're insecure within themselves and you're doing better than you. You will never, ever have someone tear you down that's doing better than you. So if you think that others are downing your abilities, they're not doing better than you. They're struggling and they're probably secretly envious or jealous because you're doing what they wish they could do. Like I know I look at people that are coaching and I have for a while thinking like, oh, like I don't bring them down. I'm not one to throw negative comments, but I do think I wish I could do what they're doing. So I think that's just really important to keep in mind that the people that are doubting you aren't doubting you. Like it's you, you are the one, it's all self-doubt. It's all internal and that external, if there is criticism, it's coming from people that are just jealous or envious that you're doing fucking well for yourself. So you've just got to let go of that fear of judgment. And I did a big post about that actually, because I really have finally gone, nah, fuck it. <laughs> I'm stepping into what I actually want to do. And I'm owning it because I know that I like having this realization of that. I'm the one doubting myself. I realize other people don't care. Everyone's way too absorbed with themselves. Like myself included, we are all so guilty of it. We're so concerned with our own perceptions, like how we're being perceived by others when every other person is also too concerned with how they're being perceived that they don't care what you're doing. Like they might give you a little cheer along if they're your friends and stuff. Like I've found everyone's been really supportive. I've got some really nice like little engagement and feedback from the things I've started sharing, like honestly and authentically, like just some quotes kind of dropping hints about what I'm about to do. Everyone's like, oh, like you got this. Like when I tell them, they're like, that's great. So excited for you, Mick. So no one else is out there like to tear you down. And no one really gives a fuck if you like start putting yourself out there. So you've just got to go for it. And that's kind of what I realized that I'm the one doubting myself. So if I actually believe in myself, let go of that fear of not being good enough, not being capable and also letting go of my fear of judgment. That's kind of like a different topic. Um, but that's what I decided to do. Let go of my doubt and let go of my fear of judgment and just go for it. And like I'm not felt this good in a while like I feel like I've really stepped into my purpose this week so I've just done a three-day business course this weekend and before that I did a over a couple of weeks I smashed out like I did it intensively a coaching program as well so that I'm a certified coach now because I had this idea and I was like yep I'm just gonna do it so I've gotten qualified as a coach I've let go of that self-doubt a little bit it's still there though and that's the thing that it's a roller coaster I've found that I've done the course and then I'm still doubting myself because I've decided even though I've done a course I want to deliver my content I want to deliver everything that I've learned in the past five years of like consuming personal development every day I feel like the course that I did was good but (laughs) I think I can add so much to that content that could absolutely transform someone's life. Like if I can condense my five years of knowledge, learning from the best people like Tony Robbins, Lewis Howes, Tim Ferriss, like all the giants and the moguls and like just listening to people like Sam Laura Brown and uh, Brooke Castillo, like I've consumed from these people that have got their shit figured out. If I can condense those things that I think were my breakthrough moments and the things that were aha moments or triggers something for me to change if I can condense those into a program I think it can be a game changer so 
even though I'm now a certified coach, because I just like made this decision. I was like, oh, I'll do it on the side while I'm full time. And now I'm thinking, no, going to go part time and really like I'm going to send this business like I'm so excited on where I'm going to take it because I'm just going to put like the energy and time into it. It's going to be fantastic. But I really want to deliver like the best level of coaching and like a program that I can because I know that it's going to make a difference for people. But the self-doubt, like I sound so confident saying that because like I know it, but then putting it down and consolidating it and putting it to paper, like very hard. There's still so much self-doubt there. And so in a way I want to show up and be authentic. And that's what I've started to do on social media. Just being like, hey, I'm showing up as me. I've got crazy big drives and ambition. And if you relate, hi, like I want to actually be the real authentic version of myself. And I think I've probably shown up like authentically on the podcast, but I kind of feel like it hasn't had the reach that I wanted it to have. And then this also then brings me to another point that I wanted to touch on and why I'm restarting the podcast. So one, obviously launching a coaching business, which super exciting. If you listen to this and you are slightly interested, slide into my DMs and we can tee up a little call to have a chat about it. But I will make sure that we've got a program ready to go for you to dive into if it is something that you think you want to work on. So the program is going to be for self-doubt, hence this episode, (laughs) because it's just really like the thing that's stopping me and I think stopping everyone. But anyways, why I also realized I stopped the podcast, I did, um, so as part of the coaching course that I did, got paired up and did some coaching with another um, coach in the course. And I didn't think I had any breakthroughs. And then I realized it probably was a breakthrough that I had because we discussed, um, I forget what the question was. It was like, what's one of your biggest limiting beliefs or something like you've failed at? And I said, I have my podcast, but I've stopped. And I already had all these really well um, defined (laughs) excuses of, why I'd stop the podcast I I convinced like I believed these to my soul I was like the podcast doesn't I don't get to connect with people because I'm just sitting here in a room by myself so it doesn't really ignite my soul on fire and I just it wasn't growing so I just didn't feel like I was having an impact and I wasn't enjoying sitting there and doing it I was procrastinating and I It was just taking up too much time and it wasn't fitting into my life because I wanted to have balance and socialize. I've just moved to Perth and so I literally probably did two episodes and then realized that I didn't have time for a podcast and I stopped. A lot of excuses there, right? (laughs) But I realized I'd just come up with enough reasons that I could convince myself. Like these were all to convince myself that I didn't need to do it. But then it wasn't in true alignment with like what my values are so I spent most of this year numbing myself some way shape or form I've had a lot of trouble with binge eating and I think I will do an episode on that this year Um, I'll do an episode on that at some point but this year I've had struggles with binge eating because I was numbing myself and food was the way I was doing that and then probably think when I wasn't eating I was probably using alcohol or Netflix and I've done an episode on numbing and using these strategies but it's a roller coaster any kind of personal development is so even though I knew I was doing it 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 was still so hard to get out of 
And it's only when I've started to admit to myself and stop repressing that like these are things I wanted to do that I actually have had a bit more success with like stopping some of those habits like actually having a night where I don't need to eat drink or watch Netflix to feel okay because I was numbing myself to the fact that I wasn't pursuing my passion and it was like it was bubbling under the surface there and I like just had to repress that I wasn't fulfilled and happy and I was doing that with all other methods because I couldn't sit with my own feelings and that discontent that I was feeling so instead that led to you know crying on the way to work (laughs) but this conversation when I discussed my podcast and he kind of coached me through that you know what if you did it with someone else so you didn't feel lonely and what if you tried interviewing people and what if you did this and like he basically met all my objections and the reasons why I stopped the podcast with reasons that I could do it and at the time it didn't feel that revolutionary but then I think about it I'm like holy shit all the reasons I stopped were just excuses so that I didn't have to deal with the fact I'd given up on something I was passionate about like I basically convinced myself I wasn't passionate about it rather than dealing with the fact that it was something that still was in alignment with my greater goals which is like to serve people and help people with their confidence so that they can achieve their goals because I bloody love achieving goals like I love setting goals and getting shit done and like feeling like you can do whatever you want like I'm still so passionate about that but basically I hit the roadblock and this is where self-doubt comes into it I hit the roadblock of I'm not reaching any more people. I don't know how to grow my audience that I don't know how it like it's one of my things that I really struggle with to overcome and it becomes a major limiting belief like I don't know how to do something. You'll probably resonate with this like telling yourself I don't know is one of the most disempowering things you can tell yourself because it doesn't even give you power to figure it out. Just like I don't know, it puts the blame or the responsibility external to yourself rather than taking responsibility on I don't know but I can find out how to so basically I told myself I don't know how to grow my podcast and my audience it's not growing I don't know how and I didn't have any belief in myself to change that fact so I gave up and I came up with all these reasons why I gave up so that it didn't feel so shit but basically I let that self-doubt absolutely sabotage the podcast so to you guys that are listening I apologize but I'm human and I hope that you relate to it as well that this self-doubt was the reason I stopped because I didn't believe I could do it I didn't believe that I could grow a podcast I didn't believe I could reach a greater audience I didn't believe I could turn into something else like I always kind of in the back of my mind when I started this wanted to make money like turn it into a business I've always wanted a business but I just got to a point where I stagnated And I couldn't see a way to get to any further steps that would eventually lead to that goal of eventually having it as a business that would be viable on its own. And it wasn't seeming like the effort was worth the reward because I wasn't feeling like there was any reward and I didn't believe that I could change that. So I just let myself stop and I just ignored that for months and months. And then I realized once I had that insight to the podcast still aligns with what I want to do I want to be a coach and holy shit the podcast is in complete alignment with with that 
I've called the podcast Set Your Mind to It. I want to coach people on setting their mind to it and achieving their goals and overcoming self-doubt. My very first podcast episode was about self-doubt and I just realized I need to reboot it back up. I need to get a coaching business going and I need to do a podcast because all of my favorite coaches provide free value to their listeners and then if they want then they kind of know what the person is about like Brooke Casillo, Sam Brown. I mention them all the time because like I've listened to them for years they provide value for free and that's what I want to do but I want it to also be something that is viable for me and that like means I can live and spend all my time creating that value if you're listening to this and if you like this and resonate then you can make that decision if you want to do coaching with me which I would love hit me up 100% Instagram is Michaela Campbell no longer doing set your mind to it Instagram that's the other thing like this business weekend has given me a lot of clarity on I'm just going to have one platform so from now on hit me up on Michaela Campbell if you're not sure how to spell my name check the bio on the podcast but I'm just super excited because I've just recommitted and I've instilled a new belief in myself that I can fucking do this I'm going to do it and one of the things I've found so if you're struggling with self-doubt one of the best ways to hold yourself accountable if you think oh maybe I can and that's one of the other things you can use like a bridging belief rather than being like I can't do this to I can do this you can change it to maybe I can do this like that little bit of get your brain to start questioning if maybe it's possible but once you've gone to that point of like maybe I can do this because I thought maybe I can do coaching I started motherfucking telling everyone that sounded really broken (laughs) apologies but I just started telling people that's why I started posting to Instagram I was like if I don't start sharing this I'm not gonna actually action it so I started sharing to Instagram like all these quotes about you know ambition and success and showing up despite fear of judgment and when people would respond to it I told them I'm starting a coaching business I didn't say I want to I've been telling everyone I am and guess what when you tell people you're gonna do something that is a new level of accountability versus telling yourself you want to do or you're going to do something so even though I'm just in like the infant stages like doing all the groundwork getting all the foundation set up doing all the behind the scenes doing courses and training and procedures and getting a whole program set up from scratch I have told people I'm doing it because I'm so committed I'm not letting self-doubt get in my way I'm gonna just decide that I'm gonna do it regardless and if I feel like I don't know how because that self-doubt creeps in I'm gonna tell myself I will find a way how there's always a way it just depends on your level of commitment so that's what I'm here for (laughs) I'm gonna help people be that buddy and that commitment and overcome that self-doubt because it feels so freaking good when you do let go of it and go I'm actually gonna do what I want to do And like it might not be your own business, but there's so many different goals that self-doubt stops us from going on. Like I think there's a lot of people that, you know, will want to travel again soon and maybe they don't believe that they could travel on themselves, like on themselves, oh my gosh, by themselves because they're too scared and they don't think they could ever travel by themselves. I remember the overseas trip I did was with a partner to Europe and there was a couple of girls one in particular I remember she did it by herself and me thinking oh I could never do that but now I realize that would have just been a limiting belief and a self-doubt issue because now I think I could do that and so I want to help people that have any kind of goal that 
it might be finance goals of wanting to achieve some level of financial freedom or independence or career goals of getting a dream job that they want or working their way up a corporate ladder or maybe they want to start their own business like it can be anything or it could be that confidence to do things on your own and not be so scared or maybe going on dates with people or maybe it's getting in, into a relationship just any goal like to create that dream life like that's what I'm so passionate about if you can't tell <laughs> so I'm gonna work doing some coaching and this is kind of my little announcement episode so I'm gonna throw this out there to the universe to you guys if you're interested please subscribe and keep listening to these podcast episodes because I am committed and I'm gonna keep them coming to you because I'm so excited at the moment too like oh, it's just really resonating with me and if you are interested in getting some personalized advice rather than just having me in your ears or in the car or wherever you listen to this hit me up on instagram it's michaela campbell so m-i-k-a-i-l-a campbell pb in the middle and let me know what you're wanting to work on what your goals are and we can have a bit of a chat don't have to commit to anything if you are really interested we can have a call and discuss it in person not in person virtually over the phone or on camera and just see where we can go from here so hey and welcome back again guys this is set your mind to it thanks so much for listening to today's episode if you have liked the episode today please jump down to the bottom on whatever app you're listening to and leave a review and a rating if you've got time it would mean the world because i'd really like to get some feedback because that's the only way that i can get better so thanks for listening and we'll chat to you guys next week bye Thank you.